ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Saturday's rolled around again and that means another episode of Roots and Shoots to fill your Saturday morning between 9 and 10 or maybe you're listening on the podcast and it's not even Saturday. It's not even the 15th of April. Thus the appeal of being able to listen whenever you like. I love the podcast. To this hour of fun. Mm. How are you doing, Sabrina Hunt? I am absolutely marvellous because we've had rain. Yeah. Well, and we've got Garden's a looking bit good. Ra- the garden's looking sensational. Did you go out and do extra weeding or anything this weekend? Uh, no, but I did notice that all the sour sobs coming up. Right. You know, it's the one with the little yellow flower. Yeah. Yeah, sour cap- grass. Yeah, sour chomp grass. Chomp on that stuff. Yep. As a kid. I know. Yeah, well, I still chomp on it, actually. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had paddocks and paddocks of it around our house um, back in Three Springs when I was little. And oh, us, yeah. Me and my friends would go and collect bags and bags of it. Mm-hmm. And then you'd notice that dogs would walk past, cock their leg and pee on it. And <laughs> it's that could have been the sour. <laughs> <laughs> a whole different flavour to what you yeah. were anticipating. That's okay. Uh, well, my garden will get covered with it. And every year I think, oh, I should do something about it. Yeah, pretty enough yellow flower. Oh, that's what I reckon. Do you adds know the thing is, it adds its pollen for the bees. Yeah. See? It's got an important role to play. It's always yin and yang. So row. sit down on the veranda yep. and just enjoy the view. Love yourself, Sob. Have you been swimming this week? I only went twice mm-hmm. because Wednesday was my first day I was allowed back in the water. So I went Wednesday and Thursday. Very good. Couldn't go Friday because I had to work and I got to work this morning. But Rough. I'm going tomorrow morning. So next week we'll be back to the four days. Look out. Look yeah. out, world. You're back on the beach route. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that bit, I had the glass so I can give you the empty The empty jar to get a reload? Yeah, that was beautiful, that beetroot. Yeah, I'll get my, on to Bob. He's probably my, listening on his way back Bob. from Rottnest or something this morning. Yep. Yeah, Bob, your beetroot is sensational. But I want to just check that the, the quality goes through the months. Right, so, it wasn't just a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I want to check on that. My beetroot will be ready to harvest in about two weeks, I reckon. So then nice. I put in, how many I put in? I put in 30. 30, because I'll pickle it as well. Won't be as good as Bob's. But. <laughs> can only try. You can only try. What are people likely to be doing in their garden this weekend, Seb? Okay, so anyone that's got any of the summer vegetables left over, you really do need to rip them out now because yeah. I noticed this morning was a bit nippy. Um, so get rid of all of those. And last year I experimented with keeping my chilies and capsicums to see if they'd overwinter. The capsicums were a bit gnarly and not worthwhile keeping over. Uh, but the chilies were good. I just pruned them right back. So now you've got to be putting in your autumn winter veggies. So this really is the last run of putting garlic in. So if you intend to put garlic in, put it in this weekend. Um, Potatoes, put your spuds in, super duper. Check the leaves of all your brassicas to make sure there's no – I've got slugs. I've never had slugs before. Must have come in with someone else. Yeah. All those visitors you've had. Mm. It's really hard to squish slugs with your fingers because they kind of – yuck. Well, they slip in between your fingers. (laughs) You are a sicko. <laughs> sure there's other ways of getting rid of them. Um, did you see the photos of the utter devastation in the northwest from oh, I know. I've Ilsa been watching and Pardue it. Roadhouse? Yeah, I know. But, well, but Pardue got slammed because mm, mm. I've got friends that live up, well, not in Pardue, but, mm. um, yeah, so I've been following it quite well. I was tracking it the whole time to see how... Oh, my mates are going up there, but they they were unscathed. But Good. and um, my friends in Broome, they they went south. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but Broome got off pretty lightly, really. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, so so lucky. As we often seem to to get that way with cyclones crossing the coast, is that that six hundred k stretch between yeah. Headland and where obviously if you are living and you're on a pastoral station or you're in a remote community, we completely acknowledge that you will have been impacted. But how that could have been if um, such a cyclone crossed a town Absolutely. like 
Port Headland or, yeah. or through Broome or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's pretty devastating. And if people have never been in a cyclone, mm. that you cannot describe the wind. Like you no. just cannot describe the noise of the wind and seeing stuff just flying everywhere. It's terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. I, mm. I can't imagine. Um, what would people in the northwest be doing in their gardens at this time of year? Ah, uh, well, the northwest you'll be it'll be starting to cool down. So again, you could be putting all your cold well, cold season, um, <laughs> colder season stuff in. But um, you can grow you can grow capsicums, chilies, and tomatoes all year round up there. So if you haven't had all your your veggies blown out of the garden, uh, then you could be putting in broccoli. Grows really well up there. Must love the soil yeah, right. type. I get the best broccoli, and even my um, my nephew who lives in Newman, he grows awesome cauliflower in winter, mm. which is remarkable because they're a cold climate type of. You can grow anything up there; <laughs> it's marvelous. We've got a text with someone who clearly knows your approach to gardening when you're in that kind of mood, Sabrina. Mm. A blowtorch works wonders on soursop. I ah, oh, most definitely, <laughs> it definitely does. Do you know? I had one of those big ones with the gas bottle that you cart around. Yes. You know, like a proper. I need a disclaimer. Thrower. I need a disclaimer. <laughs> Whatever weed- happens next, please do not try this at home. <laughs> no, it was for the weeds in the paving. Um, but it just took the fun out of it. So, you know the little torches you use for your creme Cooking. brulee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaps more fun with that. <laughs> so I just – I'll try the sour with my little with my little torch this weekend. <laughs> the ABC does not endorse this behaviour and does not recommend you trying it at your home. Uh, let's get to your callers. 1300-222-720 is the number, of course. Brad is in Vic Park. Hey, Brad. Hey, how's it going? Good. Top of the morning to you, Brad. Yeah, you too. Uh, Sabrina, I've got a, a Gonus flexorosa nana hedge. It's yes. About maybe 30 metres long. Yep. Um, runs parallel to my fence. Yep. It's about seven years old. I normally hedge it to like 50 by 50 centimetre box. Yeah. I last hedged it in end of September, start of October. Yeah. It went really brown and crispy over summer. Ooh. Had a really hard <laughs> summer. Maybe half of it has come back. Oh. Um, like it's sprouting green. Half of it, the other half just looks pretty, pretty sick. I'd prune it again. Like a really hard prune? Yep. Go hard. Now, I reckon what you've got there, Brad, well, not you personally, but your hedge is mites. So the the dwarf agonis gets hammered with mites. So if you go and get yourself some lime sulphur, so prune the hedge really heavily, make sure you rake up all the leaves, spray what you have left with lime sulphur and then wetting agent, fertiliser, water. Okay, and so this time is a good time for the the hard hedge and the lime sulphur? Yep. Go hard, Brad. Get out the, (laughs) you know, the really big kahuna pruner. Not the blowtorch? No. I'll give the hedger a good workout on it. Yep. That's the job. That's the job, Brad. The perfect time of the year to do it. Perfect. Thank you very, very much. Okay. No worries. Thank you, Brad. Uh, Sam writes, good morning. When can I prune an apple tree and how much? I live in Bridgetown and the apple tree is taking over. Ah, okay. So it's a bit early yet. So you want to be doing that when it's dormant in winter. Okay. Claire in Stoneville has a qualm about Kunzia. Oh, Kunzia. Kunzia. Yeah. We have a huge Kunzia beauty, which suddenly looks gone. Seems very dry, blackened and dead. I understand there's a Callistamine disease going around. Yeah, but it won't affect Kunzias. No. Um, So Kunzias are a bit live fast, die young. Right. uh, And they are susceptible to a fungal disease that gets down basically at the very base of the trunk. Once you start to see them where the leaves go a bit dull colour, then that's usually ding, 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 no ding, good. ding, 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 out with it. Might <laughs> <laughs> have to do a snippet of that little tune. Ah, yes. Just have it up our sleeve for when we need it. Uh, good on you, Claire. Lovely to hear from you as always. Uh, Annie is in Fremantle. Hello, Annie. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, um, Annie. I live, I live in a corporate garden and we've got about 15 Chinese tallows, some mm-hmm. of which are 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're surrounded by native plants and it's a bit of a challenge to try and fertilise them. So oh. can you inject fertiliser into them? Or 
You can not so much. Well, yes, yes, you can. There are um, there's two things you can do, Annie. Uh, number one is you can foliar feed. So there's a um, a liquid foliar fertilizer that is available. Uh, where it's uh, it's plant hormones and amino acids and you spray the foliage and it's actually uptaken by the leaves so the plant gets the nutrients through the leaves. Um, and if you go onto my website, I'll there's a description of why it works and how it works and where to get it from. Um, and then there are nutrient pellets that you can, they're like little bullets that you drill into the tree. But it's the wrong time of the year to use those little pellets because the Chinese tallows are going to start going into dormancy and you've got to do it when you've got maximum sap flow. So you're better off doing that in spring when it's about to shoot. And they, they will last for about six months to a year. So at the moment of where your Chinese tallow tree is, I would use the foliar spray, the foliar fertiliser. Well, the, the foliage is way, way up high. Too high, okay. Yes, yes. Um, there is a, there is a fertiliser that you can use that's safe to use on natives and on everything actually because it's only got 1% phosphorus in it. So usually it's phosphorus that you can't use on native plants and you can't use fast-release nitrogen. So go on the website. There's, a, you know, I talk about all different types of fertilisers um, and that will that will tell you which one you can use around the Chinese tallow that will not affect the native plants. Thank you so much. Thank okay. You. Thanks, Annie. Good on you, Annie. Um, we've got a long text here from, I think oh. it's Maraid. Oh, English, Maraid. English, I'm um, sorry, English. Irish names catch me out, but oh. I think it said... Um, Maraid. Hello, Sab. We've just bought a property a couple of kilometres out of Nanup on the Brockman Highway on the Bridgetown Road. The highway overlooks our place. We're in the valley and the road is above us. So Maraid would like to plant 400 metres of fast-growing screening trees Mm. that would need to be fairly tall. I think she's looking for a recommendation, but the information critical to you is that it's an ex-pine plantation and she doesn't think the soil has received much or any care or enrichment since it was harvested 10 years ago. Right. Um, She's keen to plant a variety of trees rather than a single type. She'd prefer natives or something that would provide habitat for wildlife um, and the main reason is for screening from the highway. Okay, so um, I would definitely put in a big combination of trees and natives are a really good way to go. So you've got things like Melaleuca viridiflora, which is a West Australian native, beautiful flowering um, shrub. Then you've got all the carimbias um, and eucalypts. So the carimbias are the red flowering gums, but you get all different different colours in it. There's lots of different Melaleucas you can use. Your for a length that long, um, I would suggest that you look up the tree farms. So there's one in Bailing Up. There's another one down in um, Denmark. There's uh, two big ones up in uh, Perth that specialise. You really need to look at. There's one in, you were talking about uh, Dwelling Up. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a great one down in Dwelling Up that specialises in native trees. Um, so you need to do some Google search and then you look at the tree list and then you have to, it doesn't matter that it was a pine plantation, as long as you improve the soil and use fertiliser and wetting agents and microbes to get them going. But it's such a beautiful place down there. If you can wait till the uh, Nanup Festival, I'll be down there in <laughs> August, September or October. I can't remember when it is. Uh, <laughs> Jess. Jess. Um, so uh, do a lot of research on the trees. Mm-hmm. There's so many beautiful native trees you could put in there. Excellent. Um, Maraid did finish her message with, P.S., the Nanup hardware still proudly display your message to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is gorgeous. <laughs> uh, back to your calls now, 1300 222 720. We're going to go to Joy, who's in Gwellup. Hey, Joy. 
Oh, hi, good morning. Uh, Sabrina, I saw your article on the Legacy Flame in the paper the other day. Ah, yeah, the Grevillea, the new Grevillea. Yep. So I've just bought half a dozen of them now. I'm going to plant them down my my driveway. And before that, I've had um, just annuals in there, and I used to just put soil improver in. Yes. So uh, now I need to know I'm going to, to plant them down there, do I need to fertilise them further or yes, before I you, plant them? Yeah, yeah, you will need to fertilise them, Joy. Get a get a native slow-release fertiliser for them to make sure you don't have the mulch around, if you've got mulch on there, up against the, the trunk of the grevillea. Um, grevilleas flower much better if you fertilise them two or three times a year. Okay, Um, so that I just put the native fertiliser around them when I plant them. Yes, that's right, yep. So I don't have to put anything into the soil because it's you know it's quite sandy. No, no. Well, you've got if you've put soil improver in there, then that's probably enough. Um, If you haven't, if there's no, if it's pure sand, you will definitely have to put a bit of compost in there in the bottom of the hole. Good on you, Joy. Thanks for giving us a call. Staying in Gwellup, one of your neighbours, mm. Graham, has called. Hello, Graham. Hi. Oh, hello there, and hello, Sabrina. Hello, Look, Graham. Just, uh, some, some of your advice and wisdom. Uh, I've got a three or four-year-old apricot tree and mandarin tree. What is the best fertiliser to use and how often on uh, both of those? Okay. And should they be pruned? Ah, yes, yes, everything needs pruning. Now, apricots, yeah. Graham, only need to be pruned once every three years. Um, right. And you do that. You do that at the end of cropping. So usually the end of oh, February. Yes. Yep. Um, the mandarin you prune at, again when you've finished harvesting the mandarins. Harvesting. Yeah, right. and you can take thirty percent off a mandarin. Um, mm-hmm. Apricots you're going to feed in spring, summer, and autumn. So three times a year. And right. mandarins, you're going to fertilise four times a year, little and often, basically, four to five times a year. Now, the type of fertiliser you can use on both the apricot and the mandarin is either one designed for uh, for fruiting trees or you get the one that's the mineral-based one um, and that has uh, that slow release and developed here in Western Australia. There we go. Thank you, Graham. Lovely to hear from you. 22 past nine. Gardening with Rowanna and Sabrina on ABC Radio Perth and WA. If you've got a question for Sab, 1300 222 720 is the number you need if you want to send us through a text. 0437 722 720. Uh, Liz in writes, Hello, Sabrina and Ro. I'm wondering if I should fertilise my passion fruit and tamarillos with the fertiliser from Tenterton with over 45 trace minerals or so- <laughs> of sulphate or powder or. Or potash, or both. Ah, uh, okay. So that particular Tenderton-made uh, fertilizer is actually the only one I use because uh, mm. it's so good. Um, I would use that fertilizer, that one, on on everything, including your tamarillos. But I would also add some sulfate of potash. So you'd probably need Liz about. Um, a cup full of okay. sulphate of potash plus the, the Tenterton fertiliser. Beautiful. Uh, morning, Sab and Row. I keep my empty char- jars and fill about quarter full of salt. Then mm. if I see slugs and snails, I scoop them into said jar and <sighs> shake the bejesus out of it <laughs> to crumb the contents. That's from Nan in Manji. Nan, you are a legend. That is a great idea. I'm scared to ask what then Nan does with the crumbed <laughs> slugs and snails. <laughs> You could put it as Deep a pizza fry topping. Put a pizza <laughs> topping. A bit like Dukka, maybe. <laughs> Slug Dukka. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> bit of Turkish bread and some <laughs> A little dip in little olive bit. oil or even in your margaritas. <laughs> That would be even better. Brilliant, brilliant. I'm just imagining that, Ro. <laughs> You've got – because the slugs would froth up, I reckon. So you know how when you have a, 
when you have a tequila drink, you dip your glass in the yes, you know, the in the salt. salt. Yeah, it'd be so much better if you got the crunchiness of the slug, <laughs> the slug salt on the top of your tequila glass. That'd be magic. Oh, there must be think? a market. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just <laughs> do, don't do you, know if there is a market. Do you for want that. me to give it a shot? Yes, I do. Okay, all right. Report back next week. We'll see. Ya. Yeah. What you think of that. But thank you, Nan. <laughs> Sarah is at the Vines. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, good, good, thank Sarah. you. Um, I sent an email with some photos. Have oh. you been able to receive those? We have got major problem with our emails this morning. Usually we yeah, have fair enough. we have problem, but <laughs> we've got we've got an even bigger problem that we're not getting emails at all this morning. But can you describe oh. it for me, Sarah? Sure, can. Um, so I live in the Vines, and mm-hmm. I built this house. And five years ago, the developers just planted straight into the builder's sound. That'll be right. So I've been trying to maintain and develop my garden but right. I feel like it's just a losing battle mm. and um, it's very hit and miss what lives and what dies so should I just keep trying or should I just plant anything that likes that? Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah what you need to do is walk around the area and see what other people are growing right? So, okay. So now when you put a new plant in the ground You've got to put it in. Go and get yourself. Oh, we've, we've found a, a solution. We've got an email, you little ripper. <laughs> we've got your pictures of half dead plants, <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, the big problem with the the building sites too is that you don't know what they've washed off or buried or dumped in the. Oh I, yeah. I would like to get every builder in Perth and make them do a bloody workshop <laughs> on all the stuff they just leave in the ground. When people try and put a garden in, it all dies. Now, um, not everything's dead, though, Sarah. So you're on No, a, not everything. Yeah. Um, so, okay, in a wheelbarrow. So order yep. a bulker bag of mature compost. Go and get mm-hmm. 10 bags of clay, whatever clay mm-hmm. you fancy. Fertiliser, granular wetting agent because you're going to mix it all up. So you're going to mix all that together. So you're going to have three quarters of a wheelbarrow of uh, compost. Then you're going to put Mm -hmm. in uh, um, half a laundry bucket of clay, Mm -hmm. three cups of fertiliser and three cups of wetting agent. You're going to mix all that up with your fork or your spade. That is what you are going to plant every single plant in the ground with. Okay, yeah. Um, and then you have to, of once you've planted, fertilise on top as well, the one I was talking about with all the minerals because the vines mm-hmm. has shocking soil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if you do that, you will, you know, eventually get on top of things. Every year, Sarah, you're going to have to put compost onto the soil, your whole garden, every year. Okay. We're just trying to build it up. Yeah. So that eventually that compost works its way down into the topsoil. And, look, I'm not going to build you up too much because (laughs) I'm going to tell you in all honesty it will take five years. Okay. Yeah. To build the (laughs) soil up. Yeah. 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 But it's a lovely area to live. Sarah. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's just, I keep finding half bricks whenever I dig anywhere. Oh, that's <laughs> so annoying. You know what? You should be, get a trailer, all the rubbish, put it in the back of a trailer, go around to the builder and dump it on his front lawn because <laughs> that's basically what he's done to you. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Good on you, Sarah. Thanks for giving us a uh, call. Good luck. Thanks, mate. We're going to we'll head get, up we'll, to. We'll get, a barrage of, we'll get a barrage of text messages from. From buildings ah, now. Busy building. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to head up to beautiful Calbarry. Hello, Alison. Oh, good morning, Sabrina. Good morning, um, Alison. I have a large olive tree yeah. that has never produced an olive. Ooh. I can see the advantages of having it as a street tree. Yeah. Perfect. And I've, I've wondered. At, is there any hope of growing it from a slip? Oh, heavens, yes. 
They grow no really easy from a cutting, Alison. So, um, yeah, a cut, yeah. Yeah, so, um, well, you, you're, well, you're up in Kalbarri, so it's still pretty warm there. Oh, yeah, it's still reasonable. Okay, so you've got to take the new the new tip cuttings, Alison. Oh, true. Yeah, so oh, where are the I new growth? Hmm. Yeah, I would never have done that. <laughs> ah, there you go. Um, yep, they grow very easily from a slip. Tip. Yep, oh, from a tip you. cutting. So take right. one now, Alison. Yes, right. Take a few. I will. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, they'd be a great advantage as a street tree. No one wants dirty old olives all over the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You... <laughs> and speaking Thank of you. cyclones, Alison, as Cal Barry, re- that they, that's... Rather a, recover from Sirocha. Oh, we, we had Sirocha too. Yeah, mm. that's right. And that just about wiped us out. I mm. know, but a lot of people are still waiting to get their insurance money to be able to fix their... Their homes. It's appalling. Uh, well, I must have had the right insurance company because oh, I lost a shade house. Oh. I got paid out straight away and I've got a new shade house. Oh, well Jolly done, good. Alison. There's a good news story out of Sarosia. Uh, Alison, lovely to talk to you. Thanks for giving us a call this morning. We'll take Alan in Pearsall and then I reckon mm. it'll be time just about for you Ooh. to play us a tune, Sabrina yes. Hart. Yes. Alan, Hello. Hello, Ro. Hello, Sabrina. Hello, Sabrina, uh, I've got an apple tree with loaded with apples. I've got it covered in netting. Yes. And the fruit fly, are they seasonal or I want to start no. getting ready to pick them? Uh, now, fruit fly are active all year round, Alan. Oh, bugger. Uh, yeah, and you will, yeah, no, <laughs> well, you know. That's will it, time. Well, <laughs> no need to worry about that word. There's been far worse said, Alan. <laughs> Um, so people think they're only around when there's fruit, but they're actually around all year, all year. So, um, so so you will need to protect your apples. Yeah. No, no, I got you, Sabrina. Yeah, Mm. I'll have to lift the net, pick the apples and put it back on. And then put it back on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Alan. No, nah, that's okay, Sabrina. Love your show. Oh, Thanks. thank you. Good on you, Alan. Perfect note. To... He loves the show. Yeah. Everyone loves your song pick. I don't they ever. <laughs> the last uh, two weeks, my goodness. I don't think I could top the last two. I'm, go- I'm going something. Well, you know, I like to go different from time to time. So I'm going gentle this time. So we're, we're going to actually listen. No. Oh, the intro. You the jingle. <gasps> oh, my Lord. It is that time again. Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick of the week. There we go. Oh, it's peaking early. Here we go now. You were building up to this, see if you can get the trifecta of thumbs up universal approval from our listeners. Yeah. I wonder if um, anyone in management ABC listens to our, our song picks. I think we fly under the radar pretty well. So we like it. Yeah. But they're listening. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Who okay. doesn't listen to Roots and Shoots? Oh, well, that's true, actually, <laughs> bro. That is true. The best gardening program <laughs> in the world. And the most humble oh. presenters. <laughs> so humble we are. What do you got for okay, us? Okay, we're going to have a little bit of Paul Kelly because, okay. you know, Good. I thought over Easter people would go away on those lovely little trips away and camping maybe. Mm-hmm. So this is Firewood and Candles Very by nice. Paul Kelly. Firewood and candles on a winter Friday night. Sab, the early go? indications would be yes. you're possibly on your way to the trifecta. Frio Cookstar has said it well. Great song, Sab. 
from a living legend just like you. Oh, I'm blushing. Flattery gets you oh, everywhere, Cookie. Uh, what else have we got here? Andrew and Frio with the thumbs up. Good music pick, double thumbs up. Love Paul Kelly, great pick. Thank you, Sabrina from Deb with claps and smiley faces. Woo-hoo. Great pick, Sab from Kathy. Uh, Paul Kelly, three thumbs up, the hundred emoji, the pow bang emoji, oh. and one other that I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know I what do that know. one is. Smiling something. Mm. Uh, great song, Sab. Oh, yeah, we got that one. Um, woohoo, that's the hat trick pick, Sab, three Yay. weeks in a row. Love your work, girls, Sandy and Reggie the dog in Scarbs. Uh, fantastic choice, Sabrina. Love Paul Kelly. Love the show. That's Helen in Rockingham. Brett says, excellent choice. Once again, this song was one of the highlights of his recent Frio Prison concert. Yeah. Uh, Bopping too vigorously with the hoover. I've broken the handle. (laughs) (laughs) Will the ABC cover me for a newbie? Gosh, the ABC barely covers. A cup of tea. Yep. Mm. Anyway, we love them. Greetings, Ro and Sabrina. Anything recorded by Paul Kelly is always a safe bet for a positive reaction. Don't know of a bad Paul Kelly song. That's from Lucy in Hammond Park. I agree, Lucy. Uh, Reg, I'll, I'll follow up from um, Sandra and Reggie the dog. What's the compilation? When's the compilation CD being released? We talked about this, didn't we? We yeah, were going to have a playlist or something. We should do get that, that. Hi, Sab and Ro. Can I prune my... Uh, That's a a gardening question. What was I doing reading that? How dare they interrupt us? Interrupt music feedback time with gardening (laughs) questions. I feel like I should probably mark that for Barb in Morley so we can answer it for her, you know, when we get through this bit. Uh, Good choice, Sab. Love it. Anything Paul Kelly is a win. That's Chappie and Conding Up. Great musical pick, Sab. Ruth from Muggs. Nice but a bit average, says Nola in Bunbury. Nola. Controversial. How could you Paul, call Paul Kelly? But a bit average. Average. Let's focus on the first sentence that yes. Nola started yes. with, which was yes. nice, full nice. stop. Nice. Nice. It's nice. We don't, we don't accept butts. No, no, there's no butts. Uh, woohoo from Biased Barb in Geraldton. Oh, I love Biased Barb always yep. checks in with our song pick. So really, if we, if we end Nola's Text it nice. Yeah. Yeah. That means you've got 100%, 100% endorsement. Might not have quite had the volume that the previous True. two weeks in True. terms of reaction, but yeah. definitely the same amount of support. Okay. So now I've actually won the trifecta. I'll yes. get a little bit experimental <laughs> next week. Take the pressure week. off next week. Yeah, yeah, and do something. I'm going to go for four in a row. That's ridiculous. No, no, no. No, I'll go for something very left of field. I okay. don't know what yet, but it'll come to me. The guilt's getting better, Remy. I feel like we need to answer Barb in Morley's yes, question. Yes, let's do it. Hi, Sabrina and Ray. Can I prune my strelitzia now? And if so, by how much, please? Yes, you can. And because it's a strelitzia, they are unkillable. Um, so uh, so it would have probably finished flowering. You can prune your strelitzia down to the ground, basically, 10, 10 centimetres um, above the ground. Okay. Beautiful. Let's go to Ray, who's also been very patient. He's in Darlington. Hello, Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi, Sab. Hi, Ray. I'm just, I'm just recovering oh, from I'm... having to negotiate sending <laughs> shots of my sick and uh, alongside of my healthy fig tree from text... Ah, to, um, the to ABC email, email to, to, to another the email. Top Top Gun. Many thanks to Elena. Eleanor, your, yeah. your fantastic producer, She's who has kept me, you know, hovering on the edge of a nervous breakdown. <laughs> but the good news is, Ray, we have your photos, yeah. so you've, you've oh, ticked right. that off, and you're online. Getting, oh. you can now ask Sabrina how to help you yeah. with these big trees. You've oh. actually had a win. Well. You've had a win. Yeah. <laughs> so it was well. worth. It's almost like trying to get a refund out of Qantas, isn't it? Really, <laughs> trying to get your well. emails to, trying to get your emails yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. okay. It's like finally getting getting your um, your license approved when you turn eighty. <laughs> 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 oh, great rejoice. Great rejoice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Look, it, it probably says it all, um, but uh, the two, these two fig trees alongside of each other. Yes. And one, one it's, um, I'm, you know, it's just been going downhill 
Um, and now even the figs, you know, like obviously it's something wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got one. This is I'll add this, and you I'm cringing because you'll probably say, "Yep." Yeah. Um, we had scale on it last year. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. got out of out of sight, you yeah. know, out of control. Yeah. And I tried to do the um, pest oil when it got to a cool day. Yep. But it that got a bit scorched, so that right. might have been a bad start. Yeah. Um, the ants kept on coming up. Yeah. And so, I resorted to spraying um, surf. I won't mention the brand. Yep. Surface insecticide around the trunk. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and. And I did that again when they started appearing this year. Yep. Uh, and I'm wondering whether that has been, you know, added another nail to the coffin. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I don't think that's the thing. I tell you the trick about stopping ants getting up your up your trunk, as it were, Ray. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Getting ants in your pants. Uh, um, uh, you, you just... <laughs> You just put Vaseline around the the bottom, <laughs> around your bottom. You pull the trunk. <laughs> no, everyone's laughing. I'm serious. You put, you put so Ray. Now you listen right. to me. You put you put you put some material around the base of the fig of your. The, the trunk of the tree, and then you kind of rub, rub Vaseline all in it. So the ants, they can't, they slide right. down. They get stuck in yep. the Vaseline. There's a thing, there's another thing they call sticky feet to prevent yes, ants yes. getting up your trunk. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but now, it's, um, what, what's happening, what do you think might be happening Okay, this? so let's get to you. <laughs> your, your fig tree's got a virus, Ray. Um, oh, right. So right. all the other stuff that you did is not harmful to the tree, okay? Well, I mean, I know right. it got a bit a bit sizzled when you put the oil on, um, yep. but it's got a virus. Now, whether it, it – it's up to the tree whether it fights that virus or not, but you need to be really careful that you don't – that the virus doesn't spread to your good fig. If it were right. me, right. I'd take it out. Yep. Right. Because your other right. fig looks really, really good. Yes, yes, and no sign of any, any spread so far. Yeah. So. And the other okay. thing is if that got hammered with um, scale, it's an indication that the, the tree's crook anyway. That's right, yes, that's what yeah. I thought. So okay. honestly, I'd just mm. take it out, Ray. Mm. Mm. And then you don't have yep. to worry about, you know, your ants getting up your trunk <laughs> and, <Right>. and your Vaseline <laughs> whipping yep. that out. So I can pull my shorts up again. (laughs) (laughs) On your right. Good job on getting the emails through. Thanks for the laughs, intended and unintended. (laughs) Thank you, Ray, and thank you for being so patient. Yeah, and a good sport. Um, Now, going back to your song pick, which, of course, was Firewood and Candles. Yes. Your delightful daughter, of course, runs the business. Yes. Um, has sent us a hand, handy reminder, speaking of firewood. Yes. Uh, because Deeper had put a reminder out a couple of days ago on their social media, and that is for Perth Metro residents to remind them to buy your firewood where you burn it. So the serious environmental and agricultural pest, polyphagus shot hole borer, oh, yes. has been detected in the Perth Metro area, and PSHB does not move far on its own, but can travel long distances when people move their firewood and you can help protect our natural resources urban trees and truffle fruit and nut tree industries by doing the following that is one don't move firewood long distances including when you go camping buy it where you burn it two don't burn wood from host trees especially if it looks like it has borer damage pshb beetles disperse when infested wood is burnt and three encourage your family and friends to a know about this and to b not to move their firewood either so you can report suspected borer damage to the department through that fabulous my pest guide app reporter app that we talked about last week but if you're on facebook you're that way inclined jump on the department of primary industries and regional development page and there is more details there but Thank you, Jess. An Thanks, important reminder. Jess. She's good. She's, she's a good to She's on the ball. Pay rise. Yeah. Oh, I hope she's not listening. Of course she's listening. <laughs> she's always listening. But that actually is a very good reminder because that will really move the old uh, polyphagus around the area. 
People don't think about that in firewood. Oh, certainly mm. wouldn't. 14 to 10. This is Roots and Shoots. Rowan, Sabrina, uh, with you. Yes, I know. Laughing in Cardinia. You're right. This show, show <laughs> should come with a warning. I think the uh, disclaimer that I was talking about earlier, perhaps the, what do you call them? Flame flamethrower. Flamethrowers are the least yep. of our worries. Absolutely. It's all right. All in the spirit of a good Saturday morning laugh. Uh, Sue is in Albany. Hello. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, Sue. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. I've got a, an old Santa Rosa, Santa Rosa Satsuma plum tree. It's yeah. probably about 25, not older than that, about 35 years old. Yeah. <clears throat> and I need to prune it. Yes. How do I prune it and what do I, how do I do it? Okay, so you're going to be pruning it. Um, well, I'd be pruning it now, actually, before mm-hmm. winter sets in. It's probably been a bit cold in Albany already. Um, so you need to prune it before it gets really cold, Sue. Okay. Now you're going to because you're going to you're going to get fruit on the new wood. So take out the very it's an old tree, so you yep. can't go really hard because it'll be detrimental to it. But you can oh. take out some of the oldest wood, so that the new wood, you know, the the wood that's only ten years old, um, will produce more new shoots. So you can go fairly hard on it but not, you know, you wouldn't be taking – so I'd take a third of all the limbs off and then Mm -hmm. you need to prune down the existing limbs. So a third – so take a third of the limbs off and then a a third coming down from the top of the the stems that are left. Okay. Right, <laughs> and then and then spray it with a copper-based spray um, in winter, when, a liquid copper spray when it's not raining. Beautiful, thank you, Sue. Uh, Jimmy is in Mount Helena. Hello, Jimmy. Uh, hello, Rowena, Sabrina. Hello, Jimmy. Um, how are you? Um, I'll be watching out for those ants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just they just um, creep up and you don't even yeah. know it. <laughs> yeah, watch out. Watch out. <laughs> um, I came across an article about deep-rooting seedlings. Yeah. In other words, burying deeper than what yeah. they are in the pot. Yeah. Um, is that – what are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> yep, I do that with a lot of seedlings but not with brassicas. Jimmy, so any of the right. things like cabbages, cauliflower, but um, um, I was thinking more of trees, like oh trees, yeah, deep stem yeah. planting. I I am a big, big, big supporter of deep stem planting. I think oh, it's right. so seedling trees. Um, yeah. uh, they develop a much uh, bigger root system. So things like eucalypts, where I get it in a you know in a in a um, tube stock, I will bury it down almost up to the first leaves. Oh, really? Right, okay. So I'm, I've trialled both deep, deep stem planting and, and not, and I, I reckon the, the deep stem planting is, is a lot more successful. So um, collar rot's a bit of a fallacy, is it? Or? Uh, Yes. I mean, the only thing that you wouldn't do that on is anything that's been grafted because you're going to bury the graft in. But oh, the, yeah, the, right, right. So Angus Stewart, who used to be on Gardening Australia, he's the one yeah. that actually did all the original trials on it. Yeah, that's the article I Yeah, from. and I've seen his trial plot. Um, so, you know, Colorop will attack anything. It doesn't need to be deeply planted. You'll get colorot from time to time on oh, on any right. plant. So yeah. now I I think it's I think deep stem planting is the way to go. Good. Yeah, mm. right. I've got I've got a, a yeah, an Australian seeder to plant and I'll Oh, beautiful. Try. Yeah, yeah. 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 It'll yeah. love it. I love Australian cedar trees. They're so beautiful. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. So off you go. A bigger hole for you today, Jimmy. Thanks very much, Brent. Good on you, Jimmy. Thanks very much. Uh, Where will we head? Let's head up to Dongra and say hello to Beth. Hello, lady. Hello, Beth. How are you? Good. Um, Now, um, John, who um, rang up you on a Tuesday, Mm -hmm. wanted 
give away his Morton Bay fig, which he's oh, kindly yes. me. Oh, it's, Beth, how wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. It's like Tinder for plants. <laughs> it's two by three metres in a pot. Yeah. Had roots. Um, can I cut it back to transport it? Yes, absolutely. No problem whatsoever. For how much? As hard as you want to go, Beth, and so it fits in your car. Mm, I'm thinking of taking my horse float. Oh, okay, okay. So, well, you can you can you can easy take a third off to fifty percent. Right. Can I ask another question, mm-hmm. please? So, I've got a sandy hill, yes. and I'm struggling with the jacaranda and grevilleas. Seem to even though I do put compost and good stuff underneath. Yeah. It's just so sandy and gutless. Yeah. Just, yeah. What else? Can to clay so so your jacaranda i don't think is ever going to do well on top of the hill so you're going to have to move that the grevillea however if you mix in some clay in with the compost you've got a much better chance of survival good on you beth and good luck with that isn't that nice that our listeners are sharing their plants around it's beautiful very good we're going to head to burns beach hello jerry Oh, good morning, ladies. Great show, thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, we've got um, a frangipani in our backyard, which we grew from a, a cutting. It's now about three metres high. Yeah. Um, we want to give it to our daughter who lives in Kingsley, but I'm um, starting to dig down. The root system sort of heads towards this big wall, which is like a boundary wall. Yeah. Um, we're already about 400 mil down, and it's still the root's getting bigger. Um. Is it the right time to be doing it anyway? No. And what? Do, no, it's not. Um, okay. I tell you what. Uh, if it's not going to be too cold, check the weather over the next fortnight. If you're going to do it, you'll have to do it like very soon. Do yeah, not... we're hoping to do it next weekend. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. You've, well, you've got a bit of time up your sleeve before it gets cold. The best time to do all that sort of stuff is mid-spring. But yep. now, don't worry about cutting the root system. Oh, okay. it, it, they they don't have a very big root system normally, um, mm. but they will recover from having a big root cut. Um, yep. But she will, you will have to stake it when you put it in the new position. So you need three okay. stakes around the tree and yep. anchor it to each stake. Okay. Cool. That's all you all need right. to Thank do. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, Shane from Falcon. Hello, girls. Love your work. Is it too late to cut back my kangaroo paws and pot some roots, please? No, no. It's a perfect time, Shane. Hook in this weekend. All right. We've got five minutes and a full bank of calls. So listeners who are on the line, we'll keep it short and sharp. One question and we'll get through all of you hopefully before 10 o'clock. Mary is in Como. Hello. Hello. Hello, Mary. What can we do for you? Good morning. Thank you, Sabrina. Love to, love your show. Um, and I just wondered if you could help me with a little problem. Mm. Um, I have a Lysiantha, which yes. is growing in a, quite a tall pot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's looking it's a bit sad at times. Right. But I'm not sure what it likes. And it likes more uh, fertilizer or water. Yeah. But um, I try to keep it watered well because I think they like that. Yeah, they and do. I, I might have to take it out of this tall pot and put it in the garden, but it's not the right time of the year, I don't think. Okay. So, Mary, with the, uh, with the Lysianthus, you can, you can put it in the ground. They like a slightly acidic soil. They need uh, summer watering and you need to fertilise them four times a year. So you can transplant that in the garden, get some compost, a little bit of clay, some cow manure, put it in with that and it'll be fine to transplant it now. Good on you, Mary. Susie's in Caratha. Hello, Susie. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I've got two pawpaw trees, um, both planted from seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, one is absolutely flourishing. It's really tall, flowering the lot. Yeah. The other one kind of stopped yeah. um, growing, like it got to a certain height, stopped, and now it has a like a mould patch down the bottom of Ooh. its root, of, of its um, stem. Trunk. Oh, the stem. Trunk. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, you'll need to spray that with a mancozeb 
based spray. Um, otherwise, you'll lose it. So, okay. yeah. So, do I, in fact, I do both of them, both the pawpaw trees. We've got another pawpaw question. This oh. one's from Brett in Geraldton, who's also sent us an email with a photo, oh. uh, which is helpful, Sab. Hello, Hello Brett. G'day, Brett. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. Sounds like it might be very similar to the previous call. It was like a, almost a sunspot on the western side and now it's sort of rotting without uh, cracking it. Yeah, okay. So same. do the same thing. Um, if it doesn't recover, you need to cut that part off. So use oh, a mancozib-based spray. Cutting it off, it's like a big dent into the trunk then. Ah, no. Well, use a, do a mancozib base spray, Brett, and pray to you or whatever it is you pray to. <laughs> but you'll need to do it now if it's not raining. Yeah, okay. Thanks very much. Okay. Thanks, Brett. Good on you, Brett. Kerry's in Connolly. Hello, Kerry. Hello, uh, Sabrina, just quickly. Uh, some years ago, I purchased an apple tree and it had a recommendation, a photo of yourself on it. Mm. And it wasn't an Australian apple, but it was, uh, it's fruiting this year. It's probably three or four years ago. And it's it's quite pink inside. It's a, a pinky sort oh, of Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and it, it tastes quite sour. I'm wondering if you recall that and is that lacking anything or is it just as this apple is to be? They shouldn't be sour so that's going to be a trace element deficiency Kerry. You need to change the fertiliser that you're using and improve the soil a bit Um, so yeah it's it's to do with nutrients, it's not getting the right amount of nutrients. Thank you Kerry. Uh, Sab, talk me through growing potatoes in a large pot please. Ah! Oh, easy peasy. Compost in the bottom of the pot with a bit of uh, potting mix added to the compost. Lay your potatoes down. Then put more uh, compost, 50-50 mixed compost and potting mix. Then as the leaves come through, you're going to put a layer of straw or hay Sprinkle it with compost. The leaves will keep coming up. So every time you, the leaves emerge out of the from where they're growing, you top them up with compost, clay, uh, compost potting mix mixed together with straw. Ah, simple as that. Uh, oh, I had a quick one. Uh, hi, Sab. I have three small boab trees. When can I repot mm. them into larger pots? Jack would like to know. Not until summer next year. Ah. There we go, Jack. Thank you. Uh, Deb from Hillary. Salted slug cocktails, Paul Kelly and so many laughs. Best radio program out there and I don't even garden. You're Love a joy it. too, Deb. Uh, Thanks for getting in touch. Sabby, have a good week. I will. You too, Ro. Yeah, I hope to. I'm off to see uh, Moulin Rouge tonight. Oh, so. sensational. Very much looking forward to that. <gasps> you will love it. Elena, thank you as always. Everyone at home, have yourselves a wonderful Saturday. ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. 